We are very delighted to come your way again this Saturday morning with your favorite radio talk show, NASCO Moments Radio Show. By the way, how many times have you washed your hands today? The increasing rate of property scams in Nigeria's real estate market spaces have continued to send shivers down the spine of investors and would-be investors. The sector has over the years been bedeviled by fraudulent practices to the extent that hardly a day goes by without a report of such deceitful acts by speculators. The people who engage in the unwholesome sale and acquisition of property in collaboration with the state agents and land administration staff devise various schemes, including the forgery of documents and multiple sales of such property, thereby shortchanging unsuspecting members of the public of their hard-earned money. Today, many courts across the country are flooded with a litany of litigations arising from such fraudulent transactions, which often linger on without an end in sight. In most instances, the victims are left to suffer their fate. On NASCO Moments radio show this morning, we will be discussing issues in property sales and acquisitions, raising public awareness to address the menace of speculators to avoid illegal dealings. We have as guest Barista Huda Nambam Fangchi, MNI. She is a chartered mediator and a state counsel with Plateau State Ministry of Justice, where she served as Director of Civil Litigation, Public Protection, as well as Solicitor General and Permanent Secretary, respectively. She is also a one-time member of International Association of Prosecutors and presently a principal partner in H.N. Fangchi and Alheri Chambers, Joss. Barista Huda Fangchi is an experienced legal luminary with a master's degree in law. My name is Sudan Gang. We'll be back right after this. Ah, ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This your shabby city is shining. <laughs> and now don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash cloth clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soap? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Hmm. Mama Shakara, me too now. Brightex detergent, I go to use to wash all my clothes now. So that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Barista Huda Fanchi, you're welcome to the NASCO Moment Show. Thank you. Okay. So let's start this week and highlight to the listener the issues uh, that are in property sales and acquisitions. The issues are many. To start with, in property sales and acquisition, there are usually um, different things that you know you consider, and in particular, you know when you want to buy property, there are stages. One of the first stages should be feasibility study of the issue or of the place, which we call search. We call that a search. You know, in the lands registry, that will enable you to confirm whether you're buying a proper and good title and that will take you to the roots of the title of that document. Otherwise, you could be scammed and uh, you can fall victim of many things. So you begin that, you know, at the first instance, you know, that's what you do. You search into the title and then 
other issues follow, such as the purchase agreements, which uh, the parties enter into, and then eventually the perfection of that title by sending it to the lands registry to obtain the governor's consent, which will lead to either a receipt of an RFO, right of occupancy, or CFO, which is certificate of occupancy, because land is vested in government pursuant to the provisions of the Land Use Act of 1978, particularly Section 1, land is vested in the government. And so every title that is proper title must emanate from him. Mm. All right. Um, what is responsible for the high incidence of fraudulent practices in property sales and acquisition in the country? Well, there are quite a number of issues, but I think of great concern is the lack of knowledge of the uh, intricacies, the legal intricacies of um, purchase of land by purchasers and um, there are also a lack of um, securing the services of a legal practitioner who would conduct the search, as I mentioned earlier, which is a necessity. You know, and so when you just buy land, that a search, you know, you could buy anything. You know, you can even buy land that um, doesn't exist. Yeah. What are some of the tricks, devices that are used to perpetrate these fraudulent acts? Um, in some instances, you get land agents that, you know, stage a sort of uh, scam or uh, fraud on people. They actually stage it and have people in different areas, you know, where there'll be you know, the vendor, there will also be the agent, and there will also be someone who will pose as probably, you know, someone to perfect the documents for them. And so people can actually fall victim. But we have many issues where, you know, many people either buy land that um, has been mortgaged. And sometimes when the title is already mortgaged, a person, will, a, a, a vendor will go to court and obtain an affidavit of loss or of fire, you know, and, you know, go ahead to obtain another paper for the same land and sell it. Another could be part uh, sold land, you know, uh, someone would sell part of the land and then go ahead and sell the whole again. And so all those are you know, uh, things that come up, you know, and cause people to buy lands that, uh, that are either not in combat or lands that has actually been sold. Yeah. Who are those responsible for these sharp practices? Mostly, I would say land agents, land speculators or vendors. You know, you have a lot of land agents involved in sale of land. There are a lot of them that become like professional speculators and you find them doing that. Or you could even find legal practitioners, which, you know, is unethical 
you know, for our practice, but some legal practitioners are even involved in the sale of land that, you know, are not uh, clear or clean. And um, we also find some village heads or family heads involved in all those. And um, they trick people into buying land, especially for family heads. Without the consent of other family members, they still go ahead to, you know, dispose of land. And when you purchase such land, you are actually landing in problem. Because by the time you want to develop the land, you see many people come up to say, this land belongs to us as a family, and we did not authorize the person to dispose of the land. And then you have, you know, uh, gone into a problem. And um, also you find in very few cases, uh, part of one of which I was part of, you know, um, uh, land documents were filed in court. And then you find uh, supporting staff of court remove papers and dispose of such lands. So it cuts across a lot of uh, people in the society who get involved. You know, in all those tricks, yeah. Certainly, there are, there's quite. It, it's it's it seems like a hydra-headed monster. Yeah. Uh, it's the Nasco Women Show on radio. Thank you for tuning in. We'll be back right after this. Mama Shakara, eh? this your shabby city shine on. <laughs> and how don't fit? How manage? Ah, my sister. Now, Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent, not the fade cloth at all at all. And if they wash cloth clean, well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and soak? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now. Brightex detergent, I go to use to wash all my clothes now so that I go to shine, shine, and scent, scent, and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Welcome back. This is the NASCO Women Show on radio. Our guest today is Barista Huda Fanchi, MNI. She's a chartered mediator. We are discussing issues in property sales and acquisitions, raising public awareness to address the menace of speculators to avoid illegal dealings. Now, could we discuss uh, those who are usually victims? Who are those who are usually victims of these unwholesome practices? I'll say that that too cuts across a lot of uh, people in society because anyone actually can be a victim you know, of that. But principally, we have the issue of those who actually do not or actually are not aware that they should employ the services of professionals such as legal practitioners to help them search out these titles before they purchase them. So those are the main people that fall victim. While there are those that feel they know and so they go on ahead to purchase, you know, the properties that the titles are in question. You also have a lot of people that, you know, probably are, probably are on a hurry. For instance, those in diaspora, there are times they just come in and they just want to make a quick purchase. And without searching out the titles, they purchase such properties and only to discover that they have empty papers. So it cuts across, you know, the whole society. 
What, in your opinion, is the level of awareness of the public on these processes and procedures you've just described? I will say that um, the number of people that have fallen victim of these scams reveal the fact that knowledge is very little in these areas. Um, people have no knowledge of the real legal intricacies and so they fall victim but yes i think some people have some knowledge of it but this still you know, for people to actually really be sensitized as far as these issues are concerned because they must actually know that they don't know all the details there are people that, as I said, have become land speculators, and so they'll tell you, we know every detail, we know everything that should be done, and they lead people on, only for people to discover in the end that they actually have only empty papers and no land. Is there a body that regulates the sale and acquisition of property in Nigeria? Yes, I will say there is a body the Land Use Act of 1978 vests land in government. Open land is in is is, is uh, under the jurisdiction or control of the state governor, while non-urban lands are local governments, and so all land is actually vested in government. And so we have the ministry for lands and survey in every state and uh, this regulates you know sale of lands and we have lands departments in the local governments in addition to this you know when we are talking about lands we're not talking only of lands but properties and in the in every state there are ministries for lands and survey uh, town planning and urban development and all of them together regulate the sale and purchases of lands and properties. So yes, there is a body. So you, can, you can go to them and lay a complaint? Yes. Should you purchase land or before even the purchase, you can seek their opinion. Yeah, but as I said, principally, it is actually the legal area that you know should involve legal professionals yeah it's still the nasco moments radio show thank you for joining us on the program we'll be back with the last segment shortly for your brightest wash for your brightest wash Ever since I discovered the secret of Brightex white detergent, my clothes come fresh, bright and clean always. It's mild on clothes and good for my washing machine. Thank you, Brightex. Brightex detergent cleans deep stains and dirt from your clothes, keeping it fresh and bright so your clothes don't fade. It lasts longer. Brightex white detergent, a quality product from NASCO. Take the Brightex advantage today and keep your clothes fresh, bright and clean. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. 
Thank you for staying tuned. This is Nasco Moment Show on radio. Our guest is Barista Huda Panchi, MNI, a chartered mediator and principal partner in HN Panchi and Alheri Chambers Joss. She is a one-time member of International Association of Prosecutors and one-time state counsel with Plata State Minister of Justice, where she served as Director of Civil Litigation, Public Protection, as well as Solicitor General and Permanent Secretary, respectively. She has been sharing her thoughts on issues in property sales and acquisitions, raising public awareness to address the menace of speculators to avoid illegal dealings. Now, what are the roles of law enforcement agencies and community leaders in settling matters associated with property acquisition? Yeah, probably before I go into that, let me just say um, I was Director of Public Prosecution yeah, no protection. It's public prosecution. Now the jurisdiction of issues of land as clearly vested in courts. It is courts that have jurisdiction for customary lands because we have several systems of land tenure. We have the customary lands inheritance and we have you know, urban lands too. So for all this, for customary particularly, you go to the area courts where issues of land are handled and subsequently on appeal go to the customary court of appeal. And for urban lands, they are, it is a jurisdiction that is vested in the courts, the high courts. And so that is where you go. But we have issues that arise sometimes trespass to land or criminal trespass and in those instances we discover that people report they, they, they go to police to report such matters in the end after all is you know looked into or investigation is completed ultimately in the end you discover that the issue of title comes in and once the issue of title comes in, the police have no more jurisdiction to handle the matter. And so I would advise that people should, instead of rushing to the police, who are the law enforcement agents in this case, or other forms of law enforcement agents, when they have issues or matters that have to do with land, it's better to just proceed to the court street. Otherwise, you may discover that you've wasted a lot of resources, energy, time, and eventually you still have to go to court. Mm. Um, what can the public do differently to identify these perpetrators and rid society of them? I would advise the public to be more diligent. Uh, even if you cannot readily secure the services of a lawyer, it's good to be more a, a little more diligent but of great importance is the fact that land issues of land are legal matters issues of land are legal matters a lot of legal issues are involved in issues of land so in order to avoid and get rid of all these uh, uh, fraudsters and these people that are just land speculators, you know, uh, 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 
build vendors for lands that sometimes don't even belong to them. It is proper to secure the services of a professional. What legal remedies are there for victims of fake property acquisition? Um, as I mentioned earlier, we proceed to the court depending on where your land is located. If it is located in the villages, you go to an area court. And area courts are all over the state and lay a complaint. And if it is in the township, urban area, you proceed to the high court. Those are the remedies that are, are available. Yeah, because even though you can employ the services of um, other law enforcement agents or probably um, uh, village heads or traditional rulers, some of them actually are trained here in mediation, but it is more proper and appropriate to go straight to court where the issues will be settled. Some people will still say, oh, we prefer to do it the traditional way, uh, or maybe they will say, oh, we're both of the same religion, uh, we don't want to go to court. Mm -hmm. Is there a way that they can settle out of court? Well, right now, actually, um, legally, uh, there's a lot of move towards alternative dispute resolution. There are trained arbitrators, there are trained mediators, and so, yes, you could go to a mediator, or, uh, parties can agree on an arbitrator. It is okay. And some of the, some of our spiritual leaders are actually trained mediators. Some of the village heads or traditional rulers are also trained and they can handle some of those, but where in the end they say deadlock, you will still have to go to court. Yeah. As we round up this discussion now, what are your final thoughts on this important topic? My final thoughts are that, uh, as again I had mentioned, people need to really be more diligent and apply a lot of caution and try to avoid uh, property that um, would be probably in a very choice area and then someone is giving it to you at very little consideration, then you know that that property definitely has some issues. And when you obtain some of those documents, if you're not too sure, go straight to a lawyer, a legal practitioner, who will look at them so that you avoid the issue of having to eventually end up in court so that you'll be able to deal with the issue before it becomes a court matter. So if it's mm. too good to be true, then it probably isn't good at all. Yeah. Mm. I've been speaking this morning on NASCO Moments Radio Show with Barrister Huda Fuanchi. It has been a pleasure hosting you and I sure hope that uh, some people will really be cautious after listening to this program. Thank you for being here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Okay. Listener, I have no doubt that you have found the thoughts and views on issues in property sales and acquisitions, raising public awareness to address the menace of speculators to avoid illegal dealings quite educative. We end the show here, but we want you to follow this program on www.facebook.com slash Group. You can also follow on Twitter using the handle at Group. 
and also welcome any feedback on Nasco Women's Radio Show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. This week on the Nasco Women's Trivia, the question is, what type of fraud requires businesses and individuals to pay a fee before receiving promised stocks, services, or money from someone posing as a business entity or government official and which specific legal framework criminalizes such in Nigeria? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and include your name and location. On the program last week, our question was, what are the two widely known and cultivated economic tree species that are exotic to Nigeria? The answer is Tectona grandis and Melina arborea. Our winners are Pam David Rang from Du and Zainab from Tomato Market. Congratulations. We'll call you and tell you how to claim your NASCO gift baskets. The NASCO Moments Radio Talk Show has been brought to you by NASCO. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants. Executive Producers, NASCO Marketing Department. Producer, Harun Audi. Research and Contents Development, George Pam, Harun Aldo, and Malau Silvanus. Production Coordinators, Solomon Aldo, Malau Silvanus, and Deborah Kalagima. I am Hedon Gian. Thanks for listening and stay safe.